0: Hey Zion, it's Phil Brown here. Um, Here, part of our series which we've titled Reset for Refreshment, we believe that God has a move of refreshment coming for his church, a move of refreshment coming from Zion. And hey, if you were in the building in our church last week, we believe we just started to taste and see that new refreshment that God is bringing for his church and that God wants to pour out refreshment over over his people. So, this is the second message in the Reset for Refreshment series. Today, the verse that we're looking at is from Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25, and it says this A generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. So, here God is linking refreshment to generosity and the fact that as we seek out to refresh others, as we're generous with our time, our resources to others, God has a refreshing for us to come. And so I thought the way I would do this is we would look at people in the Bible who were known, who had said that they refreshed others, and look at what we can learn from their lives in order that as we seek to serve others, As we seek to refresh others, uh, we will also get that refreshing that's coming from God as well. Let's look at some of these people in the Bible who refreshed others. So I'm starting with a guy named David, and most of you will know the story of David. He starts out in the Bible as a young boy with a calling upon his life. Um, The story of David and Goliath, you know, a young boy defeats a great giant, and he later goes on to become the king of Israel. Uh, But this portion we want to look at is from early on in his life. In fact, near the start of his journey in the Bible, where he's called into the service of the king, King Saul. Now, King Saul was a rather tormented person. You see, he was no longer following the calling that God had on his life, and he was often tormented. So let's pick up the story in 1 Samuel 16, verse 23. And whenever the harmful spirit from God was upon Saul... David took up the lyre and played it with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and well, and the harmful spirit departed from him. So here Saul the king was tormented. And then David, what he did is he picked up his lyre. And I don't have a lyre, but I've got a guitar. And as David would play his lyre, the spirit that was tormenting Saul would go and to me this is just all about worship and how worship can help refresh others worship is a way of refreshing both yourself and refreshing others and look If you didn't catch last week's message, the overall theme of it was this, that times of refreshing come in the presence of the Lord. So how do we get into the presence of the Lord? Well, worship is a key in doing that. As we worship God, Times of refreshing will come on us. But if we look at the story of David here, not only does the worship refresh David as he's playing the lyre, his worship helped refresh others that were listening to it. Wow, so we can worship God and we can be refreshed in ourselves, but we can refresh others through music as we worship God. And look, I want to look at something that Jesus said now. So John 12 verse 32 says this, And when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Now he is here talking about the cross, about the fact that when Jesus gets lifted up on the cross, he will then draw people to himself but there's a double meaning here as well. It also means that as we lift up Jesus, we will draw people to Jesus as well. So as we worship, we need to lift up Jesus. And as we lift up the name of Jesus, He will draw others to Him as well. And that through worship, we can refresh others. Times of refreshing come in the presence of the Lord, Acts 3.19. And we need to lift up Jesus and He will draw others to Himself. Well I think now would be a great time to get into the presence of God, uh, to get into worship. So what I'm going to do is I would suggest that you pause this video and then either grab your guitar or be a piano or watch um, a worship video, put on some worship music. I'm going to link to one on the screen and just spend some time soaking in the presence of God. Did you do that? Did you put on some worship music and soak in God's presence? Why don't you discuss, or if you're by yourself, contemplate how worship can refresh both you and others? I think that's a, a great thing that you could discuss amongst yourselves. Next person I want to look at in the Bible who is known for refreshing others is a guy called Philemon. Philemon. And he's got a book. He's got a whole book in the Bible um, called Philemon. It's quite a short one. Okay, and it's actually basically a letter written from Paul to Philemon and the reason that Paul writes to him is that Philemon is a wealthy early church leader and he has a slave of his back in those days, it was quite culturally different than it is these days, had run away, probably taken some money and run away from him and Paul wanting to honour God's swing and honour Philemon writes back to him saying look this guy's wronged you but would you forgive him? Um, and that's basically what the letter of Philemon's about. But, but Paul says this about Philemon. He says this, I have derived much joy and comfort from your love, my brother, because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed through you. So here, what Paul's saying is, Philemon, we know your love for me. We know your love for the church. And through that love, because you've loved the church, because you've loved me, we've all been refreshed by you. So that's the second point I want to make. David, the point was that worship, we find refreshing for ourselves and others in worship. For Philemon, it is we can refresh others through our love for for them. So what we do and as we seek to refresh others, we need to be motivated by love for them. Not that we just do it, oh gosh, so the Bible says I need to be generous so I'll prosper. The Bible says I need to refresh others to be refreshed. No, that doesn't want to be your motivation. You want to do it because you love people. You want to be generous towards people because you love them, because you want to see them grow. You want to see them expand. You want to see their needs met. So therefore, because of this, it's just out of that overflow and that you love them and therefore you want to refresh them. You want to serve them because you love them. So, so love. Why do we love? Well, we love because God first loves us. I want to read for you from 1 John chapter 4, starting at verse 9. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent His only Son into the world so that we may live through Him. In this love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation of our sins." Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. So we love because Jesus loved us because God love does that enables us to love one another and so and as we love one another we will refresh one another so that's what we learn from this Philemon Philemon refreshed others because of his love for them likewise let's love on each other and refresh one another love refreshes others and now we've got a guy who's really hard name to say. I think it said Omnithosaurus. No, it's not said like that. Omniphorus Omnith... Omnithis... Omnithophorus. Pretty straightforward once you know. Omnithophorus. Oh, I don't think I can say it in the way that guy said it. Omnithophorus. And the story of Omnithophorus is found in 2 16 1.16-18 May the Lord show mercy to the household of Onesiphorus because he often refreshed me and was not afraid of my chains. On the contrary, when he was in Rome, he searched hard for me until he found me. May the Lord grant that he will find mercy from the Lord on that day. You know very well how many ways he has helped me in Ephesus. So here we've got this guy on this for us who sought out Paul. See, Paul wasn't in prison and if we read a little bit earlier a lot of people had deserted him and thought, oh this guy Paul, he's he's too extreme, he keeps on getting sent to prison etc for the gospel Um, so that a lot of the Christians had distanced themselves from Paul but not on the Sepphoris he sought out Paul, he sought him out he looked for him and look, how does that relate to us? Well, for one, we need to seek out people, we need to be people who would seek out other people Um, don't ever be afraid about initiating contact with someone so if God's putting someone on your heart ring them ring them text them Facebook message them, whatever the way, WhatsApp, I, whatever way you communicate them. God puts someone on your heart. Seek them out. There's a good reason that God may have placed them on your heart because maybe He wants to refresh them through you. And I have an amazing story about this. Um, there was a friend of mine. I was friends with them all oh, back in university, and completely lost contact with them um, altogether. And I. Didn't think of them, didn't see them for like 14 years. And then one day God put in my heart, I wonder how such and such is doing. And I was like, oh, that's, a, that's an interesting thought. Nah, I don't want to go there. Uh, yeah, I hadn't seen her in years and just I just ignored it. I thought, oh, it. No, that feeling will go away. But it didn't kept on getting stronger. I kept on wondering how this person was going. And I thought, oh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll ignore it. And then I, in the end, I started having dreams. And this person was a pair my dreams. And, oh, it was, it was bizarre. I thought, I've got, I've got to find them. And it got to the point, I have to find this person. Um, and I didn't know how to get hold of them. But that's another story. I got hold of them finally. Friends again. And, yeah, there was very much some refreshing that needed to be had. Um, through that. Um, so look, if God's put someone on your heart, don't be stupid like me who takes months and, and wondering what's happening and, and God basically has to put it through a loudspeaker. Why don't you just reach out? It might be just a text message. So, hey, how are you going? I'm thinking of you. Don't be afraid to seek other people out in order to refresh them, in order to just be with them. And you know what? That Sometimes all you need to do is just be with somebody in order to refresh them. Um, if we look in Romans fifteen thirty-two, it says this, um, So that I may come to you with joy, with God's will, and in your company be refreshed. So here Paul was writing the Church of Romans, and he just wanted to hang out with the people of the Church of Rome in order that he may be refreshed by them, and they would be refreshed by him. So one, fellowship, we can learn that too from Omnethsephoros, is the fact that fellowship can be refreshing. But in Omnethsephoros' case, he actually sought out somebody that others had rejected. You know, that's. it's not just he was ringing up one of his mates. No, he was seeking out somebody who was rejected by others, which in this case was Paul who was in prison. And look, that's something we need to be mindful of as well. How can we seek out the people, not the people we would normally associated? How can we refresh those people? Um, so look, if you're with a group, and look, I've prepared a study guide to go with this, um, especially if you're with a group, and if not, uh, but this is one of the questions I've got as far as the story of on the Sephoras is how do we seek and refresh people who may not fit our cultural expectations. I'm going to give you a minute to, to pause to contemplate or discuss that question too. So the next person I want to look at has got a name that is easier to pronounce, and that is Stephanus. stephanus that's a whole lot easier than Omnicephoros. And his story is found in 1 Corinthians 16, starting at verse 15. You know the household of Stephanus were the first converts in Archaea, and they devoted themselves to the service of the Lord's people. I urge you, brothers and sisters, to submit to such people, so to everyone who joins in the work and labours at it. I was glad when Stephanas, Fortunitas and Archaikas well, those ones aren't so easy to say, arrived because they have supplied what was lacking for you. For they refresh my spirit and yours. Such men res- deserve recognition. So here we have Stephanas and his two friends, who I'm not going to try and say their names again, they came to Paul and they supplied a need. And what can we learn off them? Well, how can we refresh others? Remember, a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Well, we can see that Stephanus refreshed others by seeing a need, identifying a need, and going to meet that need. What needs are out there that I can go? I can go and refresh somebody because they have a need. And look, it can be something big, um, or it could be something small. Oh, such and such has had an operation. Um, why don't I take them a meal? You know, that is refreshing people. Um, just helping people out. It's refreshing people. And something that I'm really quite passionate about and something we really want to see it growing is that table groups as, as People meet in table groups, they would see a need as a group and they would go and minister to that need. And we really believe that there's a calling upon the table groups we've got in order to fulfil and meet a need. So if you're in a table group, why don't you discuss it with the people? With Are there any needs you can see in your community? Any needs you can see in your surroundings that as a group you could perhaps meet? and just um, like testimony of something that Zion Church has done over the last few years is that we recognised a need for counselling in schools uh, that just wasn't happening so we arranged for some counsellors and managed to sort funding out and all that and we've got counsellors going into schools and look it's a, it's a ministry which is ever growing because there's so many students who need that counselling they need that support and it was just a need that was identified And lots of students have now been refreshed because of something, just a need that was identified. So reviewing what we've discussed today, generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. And we looked at David and David refreshed Saul by worshipping. So worshipping is a great way of refreshing ourselves and refreshing others. We looked at Philemon and Philemon, he refreshed others through his love for them. We looked at Onnesiphorus, and Onnesiphorus sought out and was a companion to somebody in prison, and he refreshed that person greatly because of that. And finally, we looked at Stephanus, and he saw a need and he met it. So, those are four ways we can refresh others. Lord, I thank you for. Everyone who has watched this video, I pray that your refreshing would come upon them right now, that they would know the anointing that come from the Holy Spirit, that you would refresh them, and Lord, that you would place a love for others on them, that they would seek to go out and love on others to refresh other people. Ah, Lord, bless them abundantly in Jesus' mighty and wonderful name. Hey, thank you so much. i put a subscribe button on the screen, so if you want to see more content like that, please subscribe Um, I'm also going to put the first video of the series up on the screen as well um, so you can watch that hey bless you heaps thank you so much for watching and yeah there's links below and if you want to support the ministry that Zion is doing um, just click on our website and you can do that through there hey bless you heaps